0: old soccer show my name is Nestor and I'm here with Henry. my good friend Henry yes sir uh, we're here to talk about uh, the greatest sport in the world which is football football soccer uh, whatever else whatever else they call it this is actually a, a, a take two we did one about a week ago and uh, through some fiasco the file was lost so this is part two of part one so, uh, why don't we do some introductions, man?
1: Yeah, uh, I guess I'll start on my behalf. I'm, I'm Henry, by the way. Uh, I guess for some background, I've been following the sport for my whole life. Um, early, more so on a casual basis, and then started to become fascinated with, cl- with clubs, per se. The first club I supported was actually LA Galaxy going to games as a kid, things of that nature, watching Fuegos and Kobe Jones. And,
0: fires, man. yeah,
1: all, all these guys who, you know, at the time, for me, were the greatest, you know, but I didn't know at the time, and compared to the rest of the world, maybe a bit behind, but uh, to put it nicely, uh, today, I mean, I support Man City in uh, the Premier League, which is, I know, an easy choice, but to be fair, I've been supporting them from uh, the, fir- the very first Sheikh Mansour days, and uh, we weren't who we were now. We were uh, barely a Europa League team, so uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you see where my allegiances lie. And uh, how about yourself, Nestor? Talk to us about
0: your fandom and uh, maybe how you started to follow the sport. Oh, I started as a wee lad. <laughs> uh, no, well, yeah, I grew up around soccer. My dad played uh, semi-pro in Mexico, uh, so you know the Mexican league was always on him on the weekend. Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday was just watching. Uh, you know, Liga de Mequis, which was, um, there was something else. I forgot what it was back in the day, but my allegiance and my first club was, uh, Guadalajara Chivas, mm-hmm. the uh, best team in Mexico, the greatest history, <laughs> hey. the Real Madrid of Mexico, if you will, and the galaxy. So we're both from LA. Yes. Sir. We're both from, we're both fans of galaxy. Mm. Um, and being, being in L.A., being in the uh, U.S., you know, you kind of gravitate towards the, the clubs with the big history. You yeah. did and of course. You went with City, which I guess when you were growing up, were getting better and better. And, right. You know, for me, it was uh, Real Madrid um, and Manchester United. Yeah. Real Madrid, obviously, uh, the Mexican, uh, uh, what's his name? Hugo, Hugo Sanchez? Hugo Sanchez, Yeah and uh united were the best club when i was growing up so you always wanted to watch those those teams but you know i played i played rec played ayso played uh, high school varsity tried out for the pros you know didn't didn't have much luck uh but you know i kept playing still try to play here and there but you know it's it's a sport that i always love, man and you know, to be able to talk about it, you know, it, like I have, I find any excuse to talk about it. If I play FIFA, you know, we, we chop it up over the old times, Edgar Davids, uh, you know, yeah. the old uh, Joga Bonito videos, all that stuff, man. Cantona, all that. So here we are, man. Um, how you doing? Pretty good,
1: man. Honestly, uh, I guess the hottest news, the latest news off the iron, uh, Liverpool. Oh, yes. First title win in 30 years, and you got to give it up to them. Not only because it's been 30 years, but the way they did it, the massive gap, um, and the team below them is is no slouch. At least in recent years, you know, back to back title winning. Uh, I'm definitely gonna creep that in there. But uh, <laughs> Liverpool, you know, hats off to them. Uh, I think the guy who deserves the most praise there has got to be Jurgen Klopp and and the style of football he's brought into England. I think anybody who's a fan of the game can just kind of tip the hat to them. I mean, I don't know if you have any two cents on them and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, any any thoughts
0: on, on their season and just their team and their identity. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, uh, we're both fans of teams that hate them. But yeah. <laughs> you can't, uh, most of the players are pretty likable. You know, you, you mm-hmm. always went for Van Dyke, you know, kind of. I first saw him when he was with Southampton. Right, right. Um, you know, Firmino, who kind of took a while to get used to Mm-hmm. Mane, another uh, guy that was uh, brought from Southampton. Mm-hmm. So it was it was definitely a project that you saw even before Klopp got there. That you know they they kind of it was incremental. You know, right? They just got there little by little and got closer. Last year was was neck and neck with City, and you know that was uh, that was kind of the building blocks of of course the Champions League, which you you know. The debate between what's what's a better achievement of uh, of a league or a Champions League, Mm -hmm. you know that's that's always going to be up for debate. And I think today for any uh, Liverpool fan, the the, they'll take the league a hundred times over uh, Champions League. Of course, yeah. Uh, But congrats, man! I mean, the way they did it, uh, it, it's it's a funny point. Someone online pointed out that it's it's the earliest yet latest. you know, league win for any club. Right. Uh, but how many points was it that they won by?
1: I think <laughs> 20 plus now. I believe so. Because City lost today. They won yesterday 5-0. I believe they, they, I, they might even have the most goals scored ever in a season. Uh, I might have to review that myself, actually. But, I mean, just... It's just a massive achievement, I'd say. From somebody who's kind of lived a season like that in terms of uh, City and and the records they broke, to see another team do it, I mean, it it definitely – it's humbling, but you definitely got to respect it. I mean, again, kind of strange, you know, the way things happen, given COVID, this big break in between. I'm not saying there's an asterisk on it, but there is going to be like, oh, that was that title, the COVID year, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, They're not maybe going to be able to reflect on it as as long as other clubs have been able to and and enjoy the summer and really congratulate themselves and, you know, celebrate. But it's still a title win, and for them it's massive. And the whole city of Liverpool, or Merseyside, if you will, um, you know, it's just massive, you know. Of of course, uh, Yeah, yeah. their, their fans are first to let you know some of the most uh, you know exuberant fans I'd say and their atmosphere is well known but to see them win the title without
0: having their fans there is a bit strange I'd say what do you think yeah um, you know this year was their year I think they're ready to say next year but mm-hmm. I mean there's not enough enough words to you know to <clears throat> I guess put it into perspective there yeah. You know, it's 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 great. You know, right. It's good to have new champions. Yeah. You know, when you, I think people get a lot, get really bored, and this is coming from someone that hates underdogs. Mm-hmm. But to yeah. To, you know, to the point where, you know, you have a new champion every year. It kind of keeps things interesting. Definitely. Um, so you know, credit to them, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, they look like they're going to be pretty dominant for the next coming years. They're, yeah. You know, they're they're making all the right signings, and you know. It's, it's, it's pretty cool to see. I, I like their players, Salah, Mane, um, uh, Trent Alexander, you know, and uh, this goes on. He's Yeah, he's yeah. class.
1: Uh, interesting stat, too. I mean, since you mentioned that uh, in the last seven years, there's been five different champions uh, in, in their respective English league, you know, Leicester, United, Chelsea. Uh, City and now Liverpool. Yeah, I think that's so amazing, and and it kind of ties into the point uh, we were making on the last episode, which sadly you guys won't be able to hear. But we talk about Bayern and how you know dull it can get to see the same team dominate the same tournaments, same top scorers, and ultimately just the same result. You know, um, it's nice to, to see that uh, diversity in a com- you know competitiveness, all that in, in the Premier League, which I think sets it apart
0: from any other league in the world right now. Which goes to show that, you know, it makes a really strong argument for the Premier League to be the best best league in the in the world. You know, the most exciting exactly. and, you know Yeah. Interesting. Definitely. Um, so speak I mean, do you wanna talk about Bayern? Uh, I mean... Says the guy with the Dortmund shirt on. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, <laughs> funny enough, I don't. you haven't seen the name behind it, but I bought this kit back in 2017, I want to say. Uh, Christian Pulisic, burst, bursting on the scene under none other, none other than Jurgen Klopp. So this kind of all ties in. But <laughs> obviously, I guess I, I didn't say this in my introduction. Uh, big U.S. fan. Grew up being a U.S. fan strictly because kind of the the parallels that existed between the Galaxy team I watched and then the US team that had a lot of the same players, Kobe Jones, Landon Donovan, uh, you know, a few others, uh, you know, what can I say? Yeah, I'm wearing the Dortmund jersey right now. To speak on Byron, yeah, they're I see them as kind of a, you know, like
0: a monopoly, you'd say. So I kinda really? don't root for them. Yeah, that's kinda where I'm coming from. It's hard to root for them and um <laughs> I, I said this before, but the, the main objective for a club is to win or to put yourself in the best position to win um, definitely now you know whether whether Bayern does it in a I mean I don't I don't want to say ethical because obviously you know they they're able to get away with it and there and, they're, and there's a, a, a path to do it which right. is you know the it's all allure evil. of money mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, trophies um, but you know they suck the, the the young and talented talent out of their competition, um, and we said this before. You know what responsibility do the do those clubs have of not selling to them or giving them that that way of uh, to give them that path of of taking their good players? Yeah. Um I mean yeah like you, we were talking about it's tough
1: because you, when you're a club at, of that stature just to throw a name out like Schalke or Leverkusen or Dortmund, Dortmund even to an extent uh, Wolfsburg you know teams that you know you throw them a $50 bid they're not gonna they're not gonna deny it in fact they'll probably take it because it's a chance for them to further grow their their squad and but fifty fifty million 50 million euros per se for Bayern is a a drop in the pond but for
0: another another club it's worth a lot so it's a financial thing as well it's a vicious cycle though they're, yeah they're selling for 50 million which yeah. develops more talent to sell to Bayern, right <laughs> you know it, it, it's, it's a, a grocery store man
1: yeah it is it is <laughs> man but um uh you know you, you still see it in other leagues not to you know it's not to say it doesn't exist anywhere else but the, the prevalence in, in the bundesliga over the years over the last decade and maybe longer it's been clear, man, I mean. And it's almost strictly German talent. Yeah, like, we were just talking about Kai Havertz. We've been talking about him for the past month or so because we were really forced to just watch Bundesliga. I mean, the, the guy's class. And it wouldn't surprise me to see over this summer, you know, see him in, in Bayern red in Munich. Um, it wouldn't surprise me in the, in the least, but it, it would. I would hate to see it. I'd love to see him go somewhere else. I mean, he's been rumored to go to Chelsea. Uh, he's been even rumored to go to Madrid which would be great, although they just have a plethora of talent right now at that attacking midsection. I don't see it happening, but I mean, that's just an example of, of the type of players that end up going to Bayern, and that's it. That's where they stay for the next eight years and, you know, dominate again, again, and again, and again. You know, it's it's a cycle, like you said, but
0: um, who's and, the, just, and the only yeah. and, you know, kind of to put this all together, like you were saying, and the last time Dortmund won was with was with who? None other
1: than Jurgen Klopp, right? Mr. Klopp, yeah. Yeah, hey, maybe he has the formula, man. I right, listen. He's
0: he's a hell of a manager, and uh, he's not only a great, you know, man man manager. Mm-hmm. Like he he can rally the troops like nobody like no one else, right? But his tactics are, you know, they're they're they suited work. for the modern game, yeah, and the players buy into it, yeah, and uh, they they pressure and. Uh, I mean, the guy's successful everywhere he goes. Right? You know?
1: Yeah, and you gotta you gotta just give him credit for that because he also doesn't do it with the teams that have the deepest pockets. Although when he got to Liverpool they they have had a little bit more investment just before he got there also the Luis Suarez money LeBron LeBron James with his two percent stake by the way he's he's so happy he's tweeting about it and (laughs) you know respect respect to him you know a lot of people are enjoying it I feel like Liverpool
0: actually have a lot of fans in the states I should say um i have two neighbors oh, really? that have a uh, liverpool um one in the corner one down there
1: on their cars and stuff it's nice to see i mean i don't know if, if you've witnessed it as well but just here stateside the the popularity in in soccer which i'm going to call it that because that's where we're situated at the moment yeah. um you know over the last decade has been amazing and there's different reasons maybe the video games or maybe people following up on the world cup uh you know it's just it's nice to see
0: i'd say and um, well, it's the only sport right now. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I <laughs> mean, unless you want to tune in at two o'clock in the morning and watch a bowling tournament on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, um, that's not me. Yeah, but um, going back to um, going back to Germany, obviously, uh, Bayern won uh, a little bit sooner than than uh, than uh, Liverpool, but they probably started a little earlier too. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's two leagues now where we have far and away champions. Yeah. And uh, in contrast, we have Spain, right. who's in a dead, dead even race right now to the end. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I think it's lovely for the game in,
1: in general, but I think this is where you really see what certain players are made of. Uh, just this weekend, I see probably one of the best center defenders I've ever seen. Uh, not only for his attacking prowess but you see players like Sergio Ramos step up to the plate in a dead heat you know it's it's neck and neck and these are the games that matter and you know hitting set pieces or even just you know going out there and just tackling the hell out of your opponent regardless of getting cards those are all things that matter right and that's where you really see what some players are made of and if I were to be honest with you right now I think Real look like they have more head of steam uh, just heading towards the that uh, la liga title and they probably have more hunger towards it because it's been longer um, uh, Barcelona have won their games too respectfully but they haven't been as as dominant you know as dominant as uh, Real Madrid have been in my opinion
0: yeah I, I was actually gonna ask you that as well I mean who looks who looks better who looks is like they're gonna take over mm-hmm. and uh, you know by, biases aside uh, I, I think Real Madrid do look better. They yeah. They look a little more suited. Um, I would say they're a little deeper too. Yeah, definitely um, deeper and and younger. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Fresher. Yeah. And uh, well, like you touched on, hungrier. I mean mm-hmm. that that left. I was watching the game against Mallorca, who's actually sneaky good. Yeah. They a lot you know, of underdogs in there. The two the two games that I've seen them against. Um, I wish I had time to watch every single game. I don't. Right. Mm-hmm against Barcelona, you know, they they were pretty good. They mm-hmm. the scoreline 4 to 0 did not reflect the, the game. Yeah. Um and uh you know, they were they were pretty competitive. Uh, goals aside, I mean, they scored 0 against the two best teams. But, you know, you're talking about the two best teams, but the they they were kind of tough to play against. Um and uh even though Barcelona scored more, I think uh I think Real Madrid was able to to stick to their game plan a little bit better yeah um um, I have a I have a a newfound love for Takegubo okay (laughs) we were texting about that um and uh you know as we were saying that Madrid has um has a a lot of talent yeah you know you were saying that you know they're in a pickle between choosing Gubel or Odegaard yeah Udegaard? Oh, yeah, I'd have to I, talk to my Norwegian I, I, buddies on that. Uh, I have a thing where I, I want to pronounce the names right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Google is, he was, he is the best player on that team. Yeah, by and large. Yeah, he's, he's making all the plays. He's taking shots. He's dribbling past players. I mean, you know, the, the, the term, the phrase, the phrase the next Messi is thrown out quite a bit, but he's driven past players, and he's small, and you know he, he does it like second nature. I mean, yeah. natural. I like the kid, man. Yeah, he's uh, sharp. I want to hold on to him over. If you had, if you held a gun to my head and, and made me choose, I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the Japanese wonder kid, slicing through defenders like a samurai. <laughs> there you go, man. Honestly, uh, you know,
1: so many good things you could say about the kid. Only nineteen, as uh, and then Odegaard's twenty one. So there's that to consider. I, I told you, for in my opinion, even from a front office standpoint, it just makes more sense to hold on to Kubo. Um, from a commercial standpoint, I mean, he's gonna generate so much money, so much uh advertisement jersey sales through the roof when you have a player coming from you know the uh, the far east you know it it typically tends to bring that hype and that's something that's always been kind of hand in hand with madrid even going back uh, to the united days when they had a park uh, playing uh, the korean midfielder attacker you could say um you know these players tend to bring a lot of uh good uh exposure to clubs not that Real Madrid needed but I think it would make more sense uh in my opinion uh but yeah I mean you mentioned those two players and then you also got to look at their current roster Asensio is still very young probably one of my favorite um Spanish midfielders that's uh that broke out of that uh U21 team and you also got Brahim Diaz who was purchased from Manchester City who, when I got to witness uh, him play, I thought he was class. But you know, he hasn't really been able to break through. Granted, that's a stacked team, you know. And
0: yeah, can't yeah, you yeah. can't
1: mention young guys without mentioning Vinicius. I mean, I mean, we talked about him. What do you think about his form right now? I mean, the kid's looking sharp. I
0: I love Vinicius. Um, his his uh, finishing obviously needs polishing. I mean, th- this new generation of Brazilians, I mean, they're not you know, they're not the the killers that Ronaldo Very or true. Adriano yeah. were, but but, fuck, do they run? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Vinicius is down to the third quarter, uh, the defending third quarter. And he's chasing down balls. He's making, uh, he's pressuring defenders to make bad passes. Um, I mean, he's, he's working so hard. He's, he's trying to affect every single play, and I've, I love it. Yeah, you um, need that. You know, and speaking of like the old generation of Brazilians, they weren't doing that. No, <laughs> so, not at all. Yeah. So the this new these new guys, I I, I really like, uh, I really like what I see with him, and uh, he's so fast. I mean, he he uses it as a crutch sometimes. He like he has sometimes a heavy touch, and he has the speed to make up for it. Right. Um. But, but you know, he's he's in place. He's got dribbling skills and. Um, I'm really impressed with him. And yeah. For him to be, he's 19, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe you so. Know, for him to be 19, breaking through the first team at Madrid, mm-hmm. impressing, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for him. So we already have two 19 year olds that, you know, that are, uh, you know, future Ballon d'Or winners, hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and it's very important to mention just a real quick bit. I mean, because you probably are have Gareth Bale leaving this summer more likely. Modric is still on the fence. There's rumors that he might leave but I mean you got the, the the players Fede Valverde who I haven't mentioned who's also class I mean you guys got you guys got a lot going so I mean going forward I think Madrid's actually in much better shape than Barca is because they signed Malcolm they signed Dembele some really great prospects and it hasn't really panned out I mean I don't know I don't know where they're going and they they can't rely on Messi forever man so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there um I guess we we're touching on the English league earlier. I mean, Chelsea is another team who looks like is gonna make noise. They beat City today to, you know, give Liverpool their title, and you know, Christian Pulisic, uh, just started to get a few run of ga- runs run of games in. I should say, and Frank Lampard wasn't playing him too much earlier in the season. I think he's made a case that he deserves to be in that starting eleven, um, and that's one one team that you know, like Madrid, is gonna cause problems next year. I believe, and. I don't know. Just quickly, since I just kind of panhandled that over to the uh, <laughs> back to the Premier League. What what chances do you think Liverpool has in in, in re- repeating, which is so hard to do, by the way, you know, um,
0: in that league? Yeah, when you're talking about a uh, what is it, a seven month league, seven month competition? Yeah. Um, it, it, They were close last year. I mean, yeah, what, bar a game or two, they mm-hmm. were there. So can they do it? Yeah, hundred percent. But, you know, um, all the teams are getting better. United is Even playing United, better. Yeah, definitely. United, uh, I was just going to say. That. I mean, you have that midfield of uh, Bruno Fernandes and, and Paul Pogba. Yeah. You know, when they play together, I think Pogba is kind of like fighting his, his, his rhythm with Fernandes. Um, yeah. I mean, it was the game against um, uh, Tottenham mm-hmm. where uh, the midfield looked a little wobbly, and then all of a sudden Pogba... Starts playing, and you know they're they're just linking up beautifully. Uh, the game was a tie, but United looked like the better team. Yeah, uh, against their old manager Mourinho, by the way. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm sure that looked... drove them a bit, huh? Yeah. To play against your former yeah, manager, Of course, yeah. Especially Pogba. I mean, yeah, he, he had a, a falling out with um, with the special one, but the midfield looks good. Is looking better. Um, the, the attack is, you know. S- super sharp with uh, martial and uh, and uh, rashford right uh so they're kind of starting to turn it around they're i don't know if united is going to compete uh for the for the league title but they're definitely going to be up there for a champions league spot totally agree um, yeah and and that's not including whoever they're trying to get I mean, obviously they're trying to get havertz and um who's the other big name uh I mean there's a few names. If they're looking for
1: a winger, I mentioned to you earlier this guy named Leon Bailey who also mm-hmm. plays for Leverkusen. Uh, you know, just a pacey winger, Jamaican, uh great dribbler of the ball. He's also lefty, which I, I would say maybe might be a little harder to defend as it's like, you know, you're less likely to guard a left footed player than you are a right footed player,
0: so especially coming from the right.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he has that versatility. But there there's a lot of names being tossed in there. Um For me, if if I was them, I would start looking seriously into possibly a keeper. Because De Gea, massive. I'm saying probably the the keeper of the decade in terms of the Premier League. Oh, yeah. And that's tough to say. You know, I'm a City fan. But if there's one player that I've always admired, it's been De Gea. But his last season and even the previous one haven't been his best. And funny enough, I believe they
0: actually have... um, Can we blame that on the back line?
1: Uh, Well, you could definitely definitely blame that.
0: He has... He has his fuck ups.
1: He does, yeah. uh, and they they just signed Harry Maguire. They 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 have kind of cleaned up their defense, but you know how much can you blame on on the on the center back pairing? Also, you know, because yeah. you have some some teams that have a terrible center back pairing, but they are still you know holding clean sheets. I mean, I think that's an area they might be able to improve. And it's not no shots on De Gea. It's just that time. I think the guy's been massive for them for so long. So I mean, maybe go back home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, surely. Barring
0: barring a, an exit of O'Block. Oh
1: man, <laughs> that that guy is is amazing. By the way, love him. O'Block. Um, yeah.
0: For uh, so we were talking about we were talking about United. I mean, or the Prem. Yeah. So you have United, who's getting better little by little, baby steps. Right. Uh, Tottenham. How do we feel about them? Ah, man. Well, I told you that, and this was, mon- it feels like
1: years ago, but it was really like months ago when they let go of Pochettino, got Mourinho. I didn't necessarily feel that was a step up, maybe a sidestep, maybe even a downgrade, because let's not forget, they 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 almost made a Champions League final last year. Um, Mourinho maybe hasn't gotten his cast together, the type of players he wants, but...
0: He's got a very specific style. Yeah, And he's, that's, yeah, that's the opposite of what Tottenham was. Right. So how do you as a i guess as a as a team we'll look at that and say okay i think we're good now you have uh del ali who's who's talented mm, very, but yeah. he's very he's very um what word do i use for del ali i would say inconsistent because Le he war? has he has games where he's amazing and then Yeah, he looks like a world beater sometimes, but other times he looks like the world's beating him. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) You know, I mean, things need to be going right. He's a front runner. Things need to be going right in order for him to to be playing good. He's not going to play himself out of a rut.
1: Right. There's not many players that can do that. I mean, those are the best of the best, you know. Right.
0: And he's not there yet. We're talking world class. Right. And, you know, the youth card is starting to kind of wear off a little bit. Yeah. You know, at first it's like, oh, he's still young. You know, he's working through it. It's kind of
1: like Theo Walcott
0: maybe back in the day. Yeah, All obviously, 32, he's still, I think he
1: still uh, got potential. <laughs> oh, man. You know? uh, maybe, yeah. He, he'd be a great pundit at this point. But, uh, you know, yeah, Tottenham is one of those teams that's, you know, their problem, I feel like they, they've been so reliant on Eriksen in the past three years that, you know, now that he's not there, they've kind of struggled to find that guy in the midfield. I mean, Lo Celso has been solid, um, Son, more of an attacker. I think their attack is actually one of the best in England. And that, that might be kind of like, whoa, kind of like a hot take. But, you know, you it got Son, yeah. Lucas, and Harry Kane, Lucas who's still Mora? coming back. Lucas Mora, yeah, hey, man, he's been, I mean. Speaking of uh, age. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, he's got pace, for he's sure. He's got pace. That definitely. He, he reminds uh-huh. me of William, but just not as good, obviously. I mean, William, for me, is one of my favorite wingers in, in the Premier League over the years. So. We did a city in today. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> that guy's class. And, and it's crazy because for me, uh when Hazard was there, Hazard got a lot of the of the plaudits, which, you know, you can understand. But William was just as good in my
0: opinion. Uh yeah. In many instances. He, but uh he, does, yeah. he yeah. I mean he, he took over uh um the number ten for Brazil, which may have looked a little crazy. Yeah. But you know, he's he's earned his right. I mean he's you know, that, that those shiny teeth. Yeah. You know? man. <laughs> he's 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 definitely uh He's definitely that, that player, but um, yeah. Uh, um, going back to Tottenham, uh, I don't really see them getting better. Uh, you know, the it seems like the front office has been a little stingy. Oh yeah, the um, the levies. I, I believe uh, the yeah. family that owns them, another
1: American-owned team.
0: Yeah, um, the I, I can't quite pinpoint the the problem with them. Harry Kane is a hell of an attacker. Yeah, I'm not his biggest fan, but I'll, I'll respect that. You know, he's good for his twenty, twenty five goals maybe a season. Easily, yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, maybe they're just slowly kind of aging. Yeah, uh, I mean, you have a uh, Toby Otterwald. Oh you know yeah, one? he's up there. Vertonghen, he's up I, there. I love, I love him. Yeah, well, I used to. He, I thought he was a he's a prime candidate to go to like a United. Yeah. Uh, um uh, you know style team
1: just let me give you this one since we're talking about the, you know the north londoners t- who who's more likely to finish higher next season <laughs> tottenham or arsenal because those are two teams that they're in the pits yeah they're in the pits and big for clubs their, their aspirations they're yeah in the pits. definitely um,
0: arsenal are a whole mess right now too yeah they won yeah. today but you know just by the yeah that, that's a band-aid you yeah know, that, that that leads you to believe that they're better than they are um uh, I mean that's the battle of the Europa League spot for them, you know. Yeah. Um, I like Arsenal. I, I shouldn't, but I've always been a fan. You know, Thierry Henry, Dennis. Barca, Barca. Yeah, even Ozil in his early days. Ozil, Sanchez. First you know, couple seasons. You the know, Wenger that, era. You know we miss Wenger. Yeah. I think we need a little a little bit of a Frenchman in the in the sidelines now. <laughs> I think, I think that's the move if if. I, and I like Arteta, you know, baby Ronaldo. I, I like him. <laughs> but, um, you know, if he doesn't do well, I I wouldn't be surprised to see Wenger and his long coat and, you know, on the sideline in the following season. Yeah. Um, Arsenal's a mess. Yeah, they are. I wouldn't be surprised if they're, like, in, a, you know, a lower mid table spot. They're Certainly. Like the defense is and they signed David Luiz who who's had a, he's had a good career but at this point I mean you know what do you you know Bellerin I love Bellerin you know he mm-hmm. he had you know that you know he looked like world class a couple seasons ago yeah injuries i get it yeah that that happened but i mean that the defense is falling apart midfield you know they had a lot of hopes with uh, Jack Wilshere, uh, Aaron Ramsey, Granite Shaka, yeah, oh man, all yeah. that is that falling didn't apart. End up. The attack in the beginning of the season was supposed to be lethal, and it's been kind of um, stale. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas uh, Pepe, he was supposed to be a world beater. Uh, like I said, yeah. uh, Obama Yang, who's who's still good. I think he's their best player actually. Yeah, he's definitely me. their best player. But yeah. I mean, he doesn't look good because. The rest of the team isn't delivering. Yeah. So like, let me let me revise my qu- my answer. Yeah, I, Tottenham looks way better. <laughs> than yeah. Yeah. Arsenal. I agree. And, and I feel bad for Arteta because, what wh- what can you do? Yeah,
1: he's inherited a broken team. They, truthfully, they,
0: they gave him um some, uh, uh, two eggs and flour and told him to make a, told him to make a, a buffet breakfast. Do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. I mean there's there's teams who are on that cusp of, of breaking into the Champions League and and that's a, Arsenal's not a team that I think is heading in the right direction. I think Everton is a team that has a good a good chance of making a shout next season. Carlo Ancelotti has had like half a season in charge um and you know they I think they're they're getting a a certain influx of money if I'm not mistaken uh from shareholders or something like that. If they if they can go for some solid players that's a team that might be able to break through and make some noise i mean i think for the top six that that really wraps it up uh i'm trying to think oh wolves wow hey good good shot man i actually i I gloss over them so easily because it's kind of hard to think of them think of the top six yeah uh uh, first of all nuno just that's a team that has an identity and they're not even in the top five per se but they have an identity in in the sense that you know what they're going to do they they play really good defense and then Traore gets the ball on the counter and you just kind of pray for the best if you're the defense and raul jimenez has has reaped the benefits Uh, diogo jota i mean they they have some really talented players there and that's another team that's you know even gotten more popular and and that's a bystander of maybe having a mexican player you think of course
0: no yeah yeah. i mean mexico stands by their players no matter what that's amazing no matter what i mean the the chicharito is a a prime Mm -hmm. example i mean you know uh he was um uh, he was with uh united then he goes to madrid they bought him probably sp- just mm-hmm. specifically for uh shirt sales right but you know it works and uh you know he's he, mexico will defend there let me give you let me give you an example <laughs> <laughs> my dad he uh, uh obviously mexican uh you know chucky Lozano from napoli yeah <laughs> He's not getting playing time so his his theory his, his his conspiracy theory is yeah he's not getting playing time because the coach doesn't like him because he's not trying hard enough in 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 training which which fair that's that's totally true yeah but he also looks bad in training and during games because the players don't pass him the ball because he makes too much money mm. now like think of the mental gymnastics that the average Mexican has right <laughs> you know so um you know we stand by our players and and you know some of them rightfully so uh andres guardado um right now the the tiny little hope we have is line yeah um i really you know, like we love our players man we love
1: by the way playing for atletico i think he's been the most consistent herrera, uh, yeah. herrera yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Who, who doesn't whoever doesn't know hector herrera i should look him up because i think he's a he's probably one of the most professional players on the team in, in terms of the way he handles his position I mean, playing at a top club, probably, I'd say he probably plays at the best club out of any Mexican right now. I mean, routinely. Uh, I don't know if you could think of anybody else. Uh, I, no, I no, mean, no, I, I agree. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, that's a guy I really admire. And even though I consider him kind of a rival, obviously, cause I'm a a U.S. fan, but actually, truthfully, I feel like I'm in the minority that just really likes to see any CONCACAF player ball out because that's more exposure for our side of the globe and more growth for our, our game. Um, uh, I guess since we're touching on that now, are, are there any players that you like to watch from our region that you see, you know, smashing it overseas?
0: Um, yeah. Well, quick, quick, like, just to back up a little bit with right. the Wolves. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to get... Um, I think their players are going to get just taken to different teams. Oh, That's, yeah. That could happen. is going to go somewhere else. Romo Jimenez is being rumored for uh, big clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're... Um, they're they're they, they look good split. right now, but they're probably going to be just kind of poached everywhere. Um, but day. going back to your uh, question, um, um, uh, Davies from from Bayern, you know, I think he won the the um, the youth player of the year award. Yeah, in the uh, Bundesliga. Canadian. I don't know if that you know if that's really a good thing, uh, as far as you know, um, for him because. Right. He's probably gonna have a lot of disappointment. I mean, their next best <laughs> player is probably uh, uh, uh De Rosario. <laughs> De Rosario.
1: Um, uh, Wayne, Dwayne De, De Rosario. Jonathan David. Yeah, I could I could barely think of it. Most Steve Nash
0: is probably like the most famous Canadian. He's so, probably yeah. still
1: in the squad pool as we speak, yeah. man. I mean, she oh, he has
0: a he has a take in Mallorca. Oh yeah. Speaking of, um, wow, that's that's cool. Uh, other than that, you know Pulisic, who's you know um, kind of finding his clawing his way back into. Uh, into the conversation yeah um
1: i think raul jimenez though huh i mean yeah, he's yeah. been the I mean,
0: his his short his like his control in the short term in the short like range yeah it's amazing he'll like you think you have the ball and you, he's gone you know for for a guy his size
1: yeah that's that's and, rare
0: uh, he's he's pretty he's a pretty pretty good killer in the in the six yard box i um, think uh,
1: he just broke a uh, chicharito's record actually for yeah, for
0: for most goals scored
1: ever in the premier league by a mexican player
0: mexican he's uh he's slowly climbing his way to uh, rafa marquez yeah legendary levels for mexico yeah yeah um, definitely uh chucky who scored a a, a goal for for napoli yeah know, we, we we just mentioned that he's not in uh in uh, favor right now of Gattuso, but, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of games changes people's opinions really quick, you know. Yeah. Success, you know, success is is, is, is a really good thing for uh, for a player like that. Um, I can't really think of too many other players it's from North America that are really uh, doing well.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's there's a few, but the ones you mentioned I think are the best at the moment. I will probably give an honorable mention to Weston McKinney at uh, Schalke. I mean, he's a center mid, but I'm, this guy is scoring goals like on a monthly basis, which is pretty cool to see. Um, reminds me a lot of Jermaine Jones, and it's—I know that's a kind of might be a lazy comparison, but you know, same club, same kind of style, kind of like an engine in the midfield. That's that's another guy I really enjoy watching. Um,
0: yeah, you know, I, I can't, I can't. I have to admit, I haven't seen him too much, but um, yeah, you know, I mean, those are players that we have to keep track of. Yeah, for for our confederation to do better, you know, whether it's Copa America, which is always like a, you know, they get like two guest spots. Right. Or the Confederations Cup, which is like a mini World Cup. I mean, we, you know, we got, we got to win those. Yeah. That's what, that's the way our players get better, more, more exposure. Um, there's, I think there's like a stigma against players and I'm I'm guilty of it myself. I, I never really believe the American hype on, uh, it was before it was, uh, (laughs) uh you mentioned the other day a uh, jordan morris Oh, jordan morris uh, yeah. yeah i was trying to <laughs> remember his name uh jordan morris um then it was um it was somebody else um yeah, yeah there's some julian green we were julian talking about green, that yes, one. yes yes it yeah. was julian green who who had a couple of good games with uh with uh, Bayern, and then uh, right now it's pulisic so you know i i, I do got to work on that i do like that there's uh north american players that are you know succeeding yeah but Mm. that gatito who kind of gets forgotten a little bit he's
1: playing really well right now actually post-covid i mean
0: he's good for an amazing dribble yeah yeah he's good for a highlight he's good yeah but his uh you know other than that you know he's kind of he's stayed there he was supposed to kind of blow up oh Um, yeah
1: anyway uh oh just because i'm sorry to cut you off but i'm wearing my Dorman jersey today and i just can't leave this episode without mentioning uh, giovanni reina uh, Claudio Reyna's son playing at Dortmund right now. Uh, I mean, he's been quoted even by his teammates. Uh, Halan post game interview the other day, he gave uh, Gio Reyna gave him an assist, and he's like, You know, this kid's 17 and he's already playing really well, very creative. I mean, that's another guy to look at, and uh, which is actually kind of becoming a trend right now in the Bundesliga. They, ha- they have at least like ten players or eight players from the US playing there right now. Some of them with dual citizenship granted, but you know that that's kind of cool to see.
0: Um, yeah that's the cool thing about um, yeah. about the is it Central Europe? Where, C- yeah. Yeah uh, it's the the Dutch league and the and the German league. They they give chances to the to the North American players. Yeah. There there's been a few players that have made the crossover. If you back it up a few years you have Pavel Pardo. Oh um, yeah I want to say, oh, I forgot his name, but it, there was another a, guy. Few, a few Mexican players. Yeah, there, he was that made. They yeah, went to Stuttgart. Right, and, right. Uh, um, I'm, oh, I'm, uh, Fabian, I'm, you remember last name Marco Fabian? Fabian. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I for You know, so they they do get their chance, but for whatever reason, they get uh, they get their cold feet. But this generation, and especially American players. Yeah, American players. The one thing that they that. Um, I guess we. I, I feel weird to say we, but yeah, yeah. The thing <laughs> that we have is they're strong, you know. Yeah. They're they're physically, they're physically fucking robots. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it 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 kind of suits that German style. It's very um, static. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the German league, I know we're kind of getting everywhere, but it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares about a fucking structure? <laughs> uh, um, the German league kind of just everyone forgot about it
1: yeah <laughs> i mean I, we're like it's kind of like when you go to a concert and you know who you're there for so the first the <laughs> openers were <laughs> Bundesliga <go> opener. <laughs> and then now we got you know La Liga's there EPL's there Shoot, I, I mean, French league was canceled. I mean, really, it's it's I would say it's the English league and the Spanish league. I mean, I think that's what everybody wants to see right now. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of nice to see the games coming in hot and fast, accelerated. I mean, I feel terrible for the players. You know, they must be you know freaking
0: knackered right now. But, but it's fine. They're they're playing a lot of the youth. Um, yeah. You, know, you get to see you get to see a lot of your um, Viniciuses and your Phil Foden's. and Oof, uh, love me Phil Foden, man. I know. Sheesh. That's why I mentioned him. Yeah. That's yeah. class. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you, you, and you get the five subs. you Which right. I, think, I think coaches kind of forget that. The trainers kind of like, uh, they're like, oh, shit, I get, I get another two subs. Yeah.
1: And um, some I think some managers are scared to bring on that fourth and fifth sub because they got their best players out
0: already and they don't want to cut the rhythm and that kind of because stuff. Because they still have to win games. They're yeah. Still, yeah, they're still – I forgot that – again, I was watching the Madrid and Mallorca game and I'm like, okay – it's like sixty five minutes in, is that Dan hasn't made a sub? Oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, I, see, I remember. Like, that. Oh, I think he forgot. You know, so um, uh, yeah, um, German, Germanly kind of fell aside. It was, it was everyone was paying attention to it for a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden, like nothing. Yeah. I mean, maybe that has part to do with with Bayern just definitely winning, and it's kind of not interesting anymore. Right. But I know I'm going to be tuning into Premier League. Oh yeah,
1: I mean I even though Liverpool still won, but I think there's just so much talent to there, see. You know,
0: and uh, there's still a lot of uh, a lot to play for. Right, you know the Champions League and the Europa League spot, and then relegation battle is always interesting. Who sucks less? Um, <laughs> yeah, that is true, <laughs> man. Um, but yeah, I mean uh, it's been coming thick and fast. We we haven't really been. I haven't been able to keep up. I know you You just stay watching games. Um, yeah, I, when I can, you know, yeah, when course. I can.
1: Um, I'm on Twitter a lot, too, which that helps. Sometimes I don't even watch the game, but I get, you know, the, oh, the, the man, biggest highlights. It's amazing what, what you could do with technology. I know you're big on Reddit, and yeah. you, you get a lot of stuff there. I mean, yeah. the game's global now, and it's a lot easier to access. So
0: um, I always wonder how, how you kind of kept up with the news. How, how do you know who's good other than looking at the standings? I always yeah. think about them. Like you couldn't; the yeah. internet wasn't a, really a thing. Right. Um, watching streams or anything wasn't a thing. You just kind of had to trust the guy on the news that right. was, you know, giving you the. the that uh, that's my time. I just aged myself. But yeah, <laughs> it's, fun. it's,
1: it's funny you mentioned that. For me, I, I get a, a pretty good chunk of insight, even from. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but FIFA. I mean, you sometimes oh, man, you're yeah. you're looking at the squad, and then you look at the subs, you look at the the depth, and you're like, oh shoot, this cat's. 16 17 years old with like 93 pace and like you know four-star skiller i mean but you know you don't know at the time but maybe the following year you're like oh crap this you see this cat actually start for said team you know and then that's how i build following sometimes it's it's a small element it doesn't always work doesn't always pan out but i mean of course not it's cool there's no way to know yeah
0: of course i mean you, you there's always been those players where you're just like huh what happened to that guy bohan Boyan
1: Oh From man. Barcelona I feel like Yeah there's There's a, there's a grip yeah. of them, man Even there's some You know Madrid players that I think we should have Like a segment
0: of What happened to that guy Oh definitely That'd man. be cool I have know? so many Candidates for that We should have a segment Where it's What happened to that guy And um, And like A, a, a legend That's not like Obvious Like you, you Like know, a cult hero Yeah Like who?
1: Like a cult hero I'd say Yeah you know? exactly like, Yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um yeah I know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um I mean the it's hard to it, it's it, um what the fuck am I saying? FIFA makes it easy to keep up with with the youth and and whoever's on a team and yeah, totally. I yeah. totally agree with you. Um uh, right now my uh my team uh Chivas, you know, I I didn't I don't really have a way of keeping up with them. I kind of don't care cuz they suck sometimes, but yeah, you lately, know, yeah. Right now, they have um, uh, this kid Macias. Oh who's, yeah, who's actually like really good. You know, he's he's actually doing things, and uh, you know, that helped me kind of keep up with that. Right. Um, but um, let's talk about one thing, and uh, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of um, I don't know how to say, uh, COVID. Let's just kind of put it out there. Yeah, is is are is what's going on as far as playing games and you see people kind of like dapping each other. Yeah. Whereas before they would embrace or shake hands or whatever. Do you think? Do you think this is a a good idea? It's interesting
1: you mentioned that. I mean, it's it's necessary first sure. and foremost. Uh, more strictly from from a health perspective uh i'd probably say that this is you, you kind of got to think about it this way so a lot of these guys grow, grow up playing um and they're used to playing in empty stadiums when you play at the u19 level or you know in, in the la masia etc so some of these guys aren't even weirded out by the fact that there's no fans but you add the health concerns i'm sure there's got to be something going on in the back of their heads like yeah, maybe I'm fine, but am I going to get my family sick? Or, you know, there, there's, there there could be a variety of things. I think it's necessary, though, I mean, because if the league isn't played, then there's going to be a whole set of fans that are unhappy, you know. So it needs, I'd say it needs to be done, and I think it's been handled pretty well. I mean, I guess in, in a in a utopian society, nobody plays at all, and everybody's happy, and then the disease goes away. But that's not the reality, unfortunately. There's still no cure. There's no foreseeable cure, I mean, I, it's just the facts, and I think, you know, you kind of got to live with it. But I don't know what you think about it. I mean, there's a lot of even minute aspects from crowd noise and all that stuff. I, I don't know what you have on, on that two cents or anything. I love the crowd noise, by
0: the way. It it makes the telecast a little better. A little spicier, huh? Uh, I think, but I do like that that you can kind of hear the players. I, I love I love that you can hear... Right. Um, so... um <laughs> You know there. You know there. There's a little of a give and take for it. Um, I I agree that everyone's kind of handling it okay. We're we're at a point right now where I mean you touched on utopian in a utopian society no one's eating fucking bats or eating um penguins, <laughs> you know so right. there's that um, <laughs> but um, I think we're doing what we can with what we have. Yeah. Uh, information and uh, and scientifically, and um, the show must go on. I guess there's the argument that uh, there's too much money involved, which is probably true. Yeah. You know, I'm. I mean, we're we we've both worked for corporations where the big guy doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. Um. Which is fine the the game brings a lot of joy to a lot of people it's keeping us distracted it's keeping us uh, it's making us do this right now what we're what we're talking about yeah. so it, it's fine i think it's fine people have their have made their choice and the players know fully well so it's 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 all good i think i yeah. think uh, you know we're going to end up being fine it sucks when i do hate when i hear that a player tested positive and they're going to kind of yeah keep going at it like oh. Hmm. yeah what are you doing? yeah yeah definitely
1: but, um i mean just to quickly piggyback off that i mean a lot of these players need it you know i mean some players are on are on contract years where yeah they got to set themselves up for maybe their next club or to re-sign with their current club these things are important because yeah. you can't stop time i mean just because the game stopped it doesn't mean you won't be 28 later on this year and exactly you're heading into the apex of your career i mean it all matters so yeah i think it's been handled well man but it's still it's still never not going to be, you know, not strange, I'd say. It's I mean, never perfect. It's uh, exactly and uh I guess we're learning with within each stride. Um yeah, man. Uh it's kind of like I said, it's still strange to me, especially cuz one of the reasons why I think a lot of people follow the Premier League just to pinpoint that is the atmosphere. The 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 stands are damn near on like pitch side, you know. They're right there. They're right there and and it that adds its own element. So I mean, I'm crossing my fingers for next season. Hopefully, some kind of return to normalcy. Um, for the sake of everybody, I guess. Um, you you got to understand. There's fans that have been going for 20 years straight, never missed a game. I've read a lot of accounts of different, you know, fa- like fans and stuff. And the only reason they've missed a game now is because of COVID. So that it's a big deal, you know. Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah. Uh, it. Did- it's kind of delicate to to say, you know, for for anybody to say, well, it's my body, it's my choice. I can I can say uh, that I'll go to a game, and you know, that's my choice. You know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not re- it's not really only affecting you. It's affecting much, others. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know. Like as much as we know, we don't know shit still. Yeah. So it, there's conflicting information everywhere. Um. So right. So to say something like that, it, it, you know, yeah, of course, you know, you you do make the choice to kind of, to, to expose yourself to that, which you know we all do to an extent. Right. But it it's not only affecting you, as you said. Yeah. Um, but I I think uh I think we're 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 kind of handling it as well as we can, and uh, it's it's beautiful that the game is back. Uh, as late as it is we we mentioned earlier that it's the latest that anyone's ever won it right (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, under
1: unforeseen circumstances yeah Yeah.
0: and to kind of keep the doom and gloom going I shouldn't say doom and gloom because that kind of just makes everything sound bad but we would be remiss to not mention uh, Black Lives Matter and how the teams are putting it on their shirts Um, which is I think it's important Europe Europe especially has very, you know, has a very complicated history with, with, um, how do we put it? Uh, melanin rich folk. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, So there's been a ton of abuse, you know, and players have taken it different ways. Yeah. Last time we did this, we mentioned, uh, you know, someone like Danny Alves, who... Kind of gave them a the middle finger by eating the banana. Yeah, he was tossed it in the, in the middle of the game, right? Yep. At Crazy the at the corner flag. Yep.
1: I thought that was pretty cool, pretty funny too. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, that's a that's a fuck you if I ever saw one. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's a sad, uh, you know, effect of the game. I guess it's just uh, different societal structures allow different thought processes. Not justifying it, but I'm saying these these guys probably don't even know better. Their dads and their granddads have echoed that same kind of uh misinformation for sure yeah and so i mean it was crazy because i was watching the burnley city game this this weekend uh was it the weekend i believe it was i was watching it anyways we smacked uh burnley 5-0 which is kind of expected you know it's burnley but uh burnley is actually one of the few teams in the league that has almost i don't i don't even like i might be wrong i don't think they have a black player they definitely don't have one in their starting lineup and Burnley has kind of been known as the Brexit town. You know, very British, very maybe possibly xenophobic. May, may nationalistic. Add. And it's not to, to brand... All, yeah, definitely nationalistic. Not to brand all the fans that way, but just right after the the players are done kneeling, you know, to show solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement, a plane flies by with the White Lives Matter flag. And that's problematic at a, at a lot of levels, but it shows that we still got a lot of ground to make up it goes beyond the the placards that say kick racism out all that stuff it doesn't matter until that's all a band-aid yeah it's a, exactly it's a band-aid and um it's it's not anything you can just immediately exterminate from the game but i i do appreciate the awareness they're trying to spread because the next generation of of people hopefully view it differently per se but um you know it was was a neat gesture as well that you know the players were wearing black lives matter on the back and in place of their names i thought it was cool how frankfurt in germany instead of their their uh sponsorship uh on their t-shirt they had black lives matter i think that even has a bigger implication because you're taking off your shirt sponsor in in order for something like that that money exactly so that's pretty cool i mean i think this has been great and it all started with obviously the unfortunate passing of george floyd and Several other cases that have preceded it and followed it. Um, what you are your know, thoughts going forward?
0: I mean, we're we grew up from cultures that that are um, colorist. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I that's like a buzzword right now. But I mean, the the darker people, you know, in Spanish, negro is black. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys know that, but. You know, it's it's always like the really dark kid that's called Negro, you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, I've been, you know, told that I'm not, I'm not exactly light skinned. Um, mm-hmm. But our cultures are, are, you know, they're pretty racist. So that that's something that you hear even, that you see even in the North American game as far as Mexico goes. And I'm sure it's all over South America and, and Central America. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the US, uh, you know, you have, it's called the rich man's game yeah it's it's expensive to play a league over here even if it's a rank league you yeah know, it's it's you know not not only the registration the equipment everything so um tournaments um so it it does limit people with with a certain uh uh status with with a certain income yeah um so it it does go beyond just color you know it, it's it's it it's all encompassing yeah um you know, uh, we, we're just mentioning Europe. I mean, it's, it's Europe is complicated with race. There, there's the ultras. Yeah, definitely. Who yeah. Who'd ban, uh, um, I guess, black people, right? Right, because yeah. Because in those countries like Italy, and uh, I'm trying to think of a team. But but it, but no, it's there's, very there's definitely plenty. Italy that that it, they just ban black people from from coming. So yeah, you know, race is definitely an issue. It's ne- It's I don't know if it's ever gonna go away. But you know, it's it, it's it's messy to talk about and it's messy to see. Yeah, and not the good messy like the player. Oh, he's amazing. <laughs> but
1: you talk about accessibility and and affordability. Uh, Slatan who. Came over to the U.S. played at Galaxy for a season, or was it two? I forget now. But he played here. He enrolled his sons in the teams in a team here, you know, to play because his son plays, I guess. And he's like, I was so amazed to paraphrase him. I was so amazed at how expensive it is to have my kid play. He's like, I could only imagine for the average citizen, and that's been for me the biggest comparison between the U.S. and Europe. I think it's just a lot easier to play in Europe, and it's based off talent. You go to it's, s- it's a meritocracy as far as you know, exactly your skills yeah. go. Yeah. You go to some of the poorest neighborhoods, and they have even if it's a crappy field, they have a field. And even you go to Brazil, these kids start so playing they, on concrete. Looking
0: for you, the, yeah. There's an exit exactly over here. Um, it's and, more for monetary and, may- and maybe maybe that's the main reason. Well, I'm sure it is the main reason uh, that that the US isn't. Uh, you know getting better or has been better you know we have amazing athletes right um i myself fell victim to to the uh to the accessibility yeah there's no academies over here no one cares yeah you're not being looked at you know and if if your team is not historically good as far as high school goes right you no one's no one's looking for you yeah um so yeah it's definitely um you know it's definitely uh you know it um hand in hand right um so it, hopefully we can kind of you know get rid of that at some point i don't know the answer
1: no it's tough man yeah uh it, i will say i mean here in the states i can't speak on it but i world worldwide i think it's getting better in terms of uh not only a racist being pointed to and, and expelled from the game but also there's sanctions there's fines you know, club it's, club, yeah. it's crazy because here in the States, the racism isn't so bad on the field as isn't, it is overseas. But yeah, it's not so overt. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then, but I don't know if, I don't know, I, I want to know your thoughts on this because I've actually never talked about this with you. But, you know, a lot in the in the Mexican and, and also actually Central American uh, uh, football, which I do watch a lot, there's a, a lot of controversy with the homophobic chants. The when oh, yeah. the goalie's about to kick off, yeah, and you yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't say it just out of out of respect, you yeah. know. But I'm saying, you know, th- th- I think that's very prevalent here. And and uh, I don't, I mean, from my when I was growing up, that was kind of normal. You yeah. know, you come to grow up, and you know, you're kind of ignorant. You learn what's right, what's wrong. Now I yeah. know better. But I'm saying, what are your thoughts on that? Because that's very prevalent from where we come from. I'm. Yeah. I'm. By the way, my parents are Salvadorian. You know, not too different from Mexico. There are their You know, there differences. Yeah, but I'm course. saying. It's
0: very yeah. similar, you know. Yeah. Oh no the the uh, the ideologies and the attitudes are pretty much the same, minus the accents. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. See, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say an unpopular thing. It doesn't bother me because there's the the intent behind it isn't isn't in in a way where it's um, derogatory. Where it, uh, I get I guess derog- it it is derogatory in terms of like. Uh, it's the an the person that they're saying it to, right? It's not personal. It's um, more habitually, you'd say. Ah, oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? It's just like a. It's like when you're with your boys, right? Yeah. And uh, you know they score on you on FIFA, and you're like, "Oh, you're a bitch." <laughs> it's, it's just like a it's just like an elbow. It's just like a ribbing. Yeah. It's not. Uh, I understand why certain people take it that way, and and um, I can understand if if it makes uh, someone maybe uncomfortable, but that's not the intent. Right. The intent is to one distract, and maybe kind of like you know intimidate rib, rib them a little bit. Yeah. But you know, I'm I mean, if you're a, if you're a goalkeeper and you hear that, I mean. How, how often is that going to bother you or how's that going to it's not golf where you know yeah y- yelling something is gonna you know throw you off it's nothing like that yeah so um yeah my my opinion is is it's nothing word, word. and our cultures kind of bring us up to like accept worse than that you oh know what i mean yeah, yeah easily yeah
1: but from my perspective I'm i'm gonna Disagree with you a little bit there. I kind of see where you're coming from though, because I've I've been accustomed to that. Even at games that I've played at or been to, that's just not only do they say the P chant, but they use the C chant. You know, other other there's other ways to say oh, those homophobic yeah, okay. slurs, homophobic slurs, right? Yeah. But it's kind of like when people use the N word, and even though they might not mean it in a derogatory way, hmm. it's real. Sometimes it's really up to the people that can be offended by that word more easily. I feel like. Oh, I, I feel like the game could do better without it. Yeah. I don't have a big problem with it, but I, I wish I wish we wouldn't do it. Just, just to advance as a society, I guess, because...
0: For the greater good.
1: Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, today you still have kids listening to that, and they think that's okay, and, and you know... I we, see what you mean. Yeah, but I totally understand where you're yeah. coming from, because I grew up, and that was normal. It's until recently yeah. where it's become... You know, even Mexico and other it's teams. A button thing. Yeah, where yeah, they even get fined, dude. That's crazy. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I
0: know, I know. When you're watching on TV, they mute it. Yeah, they mute they it mute now. The, the Back then, they wouldn't even seconds. mute it,
1: bro. Like, not that even ten, too far ago. Yeah. Like, I'd say, like maybe four or five years ago, it, yeah, yeah. you'd hear it Because they would act day. like
0: they, they would act like, oh, you can't make out what they're saying. It's like, no, nah, <laughs> you know, you know what they're saying. Yeah. So yeah. I get, I get your point of view, but. um you know, it's not a, You're right. It's not up to me to be offended, but it's it's not offensive to me. Yeah. And it doesn't affect me. And I, I couldn't tell you who it offends.
1: Right, and I'm I'm curious to any listeners who might listen
0: listen I, to I this. I would love to know. Yeah, I, I w- love I'd to want I want you guys to chime like, in know on why that. we can't do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know when when you see and, and it's very it's a very common um, it's a very common uh, gesture. Is especially in uh, for for the British folk, where they you know where they do the the jerk off symbol. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, <laughs> you know, it, it's in public and stuff. And yeah. for the most part, those people are very into the game. I, I think more so than any other crowd. Oh,
1: dude, I've seen videos of people just mercilessly curse each other out, and I don't even understand most of it, but I know mm-hmm. it means something crazy. Yeah. You know, um, you know, again different cultures different Different societal norms Um, I guess that's maybe
0: a problem in the US we try to be so politically correct about things we want to be polite with each other Yeah, we want to make sure everyone's comfortable Um, you know a lot of the uh, a lot of the American sports I mean I've been to Dodger games Lager games um, Clipper games never never that (laughs) well unless it's a Lager right right but uh, you know there's a lot of music there's a lot of stuff going on you don't you don't really hear just the crowd just fucking cheering their team on, and that's that's England one hundred percent. Yeah, that's them just. Which makes the game so weird right now, yeah. huh? Yeah, of just course. the fact that it's quiet. Yeah, but that's what makes it cool on TV. Oh, you know, yeah. you can kind of like. They're they're doing a hell of a job. I don't know who who's responsible for that. Well, you'd be you'd be surprised,
1: man. Like I I belong to a supporters group here in in Los Angeles. We we obviously watch all the city games, but there's people I that want to come do up, a bunch of shit on them. Ah oh, man, you should. <laughs> by the way, next Derby we we got to go. I mean, oh, yeah. it's probably gonna be four thirty a.m. or something. I don't care Pacific time I'll, for us. I'll call off. Yeah, same same, <laughs> bro. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting though because I feel like, um their creativity with with the chants is is second to none I, I feel like they're the best country at that because they take tunes that we know i know you love little p uh yeah. the ode to uh, chicharro but i mean there's just p. i mean there's so many p. you know so many great chants out there little man p. i mean little i love p. it personally it's one of my favorite things about the english game
0: i love it i, I love it even though i have zero knowledge of the chats I, I really just never picked up on that I've been watching the game for mm-hmm. the, the English game for probably like 15, 15 right. 16 years uh and i just never picked up on the chance
1: I, you know i used to have this app and i don't have it anymore but when i was really i'm talking about i watch every single city game no matter what even if it was capital one against shrewsbury town <laughs> no matter what these guys Strawberry. anyways yeah they had <laughs> chance bro like for days for days for each player for wardiola today we have like two or three chance um that are just class and i love it but you know, there's Kevin De Bruyne. You know, I know you remember when Ronaldo was at United. The Cristiano Ronaldo, like oh, yeah, 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 that's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that man. <laughs> it's just, it's a vibe, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, but you know, I, it's not so prevalent here in the states, though. I, I wish it would be, but like I said, it's a lot of people show up to the games pissed, drunk too. You know, that's that's that's, that's the another best thing. part. Yeah. yeah, of course. That's
0: the point. So, before we kind of start winding down. Yes, sir. I guess in terms of Europe, who are the best teams?
1: Mm, all right. Let, just to make it easy, kind of like a rush more. Uh, for me, I'll say top four Okay. in order. Or, or do you want to order them? I, for me, no order because it's so close. I don't
0: about on any given day, those teams are going to beat each other.
1: Right. I have Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, Manchester City, and Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool. it has to be Liverpool. No I'm, Bayern. No Bayern. No I'd Bayern. love to include them, and they're in great form
0: they are five we'll put them in the if uh, they're yeah they're definitely position.
1: occupying that fifth spot and then it's kind of up for grabs there's juve and psg kind of fighting at it but for sure to say like top four that's my top four per se um and i don't include Bayern because it's just they have the luxury Gosh, of not congrats. having to focus so hard on the on the league and i'm wearing a dorman jersey but that's <laughs> besides the point what's what's your top four though i
0: mean top four um yeah yeah it's hard to it's hard hard to argue against that um some, no, some I people I could deal with a little less City oh, I hear you man <laughs> I, I, I no, totally understand uh, you. no I, yeah no. It's, it's, it's hard to argue against that I mean maybe you could replace City with Bayern but you know to each his own right um, I wish they I hope they see each other down the road by the way
1: it would be cool to see Pep go back to, to Germany and get, oh,
0: um, I wanted to talk about Benz oh, well yeah bro let's talk about missing him. link the missing link because he's he's not a pure striker. Uh, he's obviously not a 10, but he's, he's a little hybrid. And yeah. I love how he makes plays out of nowhere.
1: Like uh. he'll just
0: It's either a dribble or some weird little pass that he does, a little flick, mm-hmm. or, or even a deceiving run. Yeah. And, uh, man... He's ben, great. Benz is, Benz yeah. is going to be, like, one of those unappreciated legends. Like, uh, uh yeah. Like, maybe Del Piero or uh, Trezeguet or something like that. Trezeguet, maybe, yeah.
1: Maybe bigger because... Oh, but he's been hella consistent been for the decade, old, you know? Over
0: 10 years now, man. Yeah, dude. So, um, yeah. it's just
1: he's never set the league on fire, and that's probably because he played alongside one on of the messing. best players ever. Yeah. Um. Oh, that guy's amazing, man. I like him because um just the other day he didn't make the goal but there is a play where he wasn't expecting to get the ball and the ball gets him. i think it was against mallorca and he just barely gets like a little bit of his boot on the ball and it's almost going in just like a flick of the ball yeah and i'm just like you know those are the players that get the the goals and and you know just really push their team forward and i hope i really really hope that didier Deschamps reconsiders his position on him playing for france because there's not a better striker that's French than Karim Benzema. And, I mean, you know. Imagine he, him against Mbappe or uh, alongside Mbappe. Oh, well, oh yeah. My and Lord. you throw Mbappe as a winger. And then, for me, Benzema is better than Lacazette. He's better than Giroud. He's better than G- Gignac, if you want to go the Liga Mekis route. But, I mean, all these guys, <laughs> he's he's better yeah, Gignac than, bro.
0: is Gignac a, is, is a poor man's Benz.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you think yeah. about it, and to be fair, I actually remember him back in the day. I think he was playing at Marseille, if I'm not mistaken. That's uh, right. Yeah, and he was solid, bro. Like each year, you'd see him. Well, that's how he ended up in the in the best uh, the best league in the best team. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, But no, I mean, t's, I mean, Benzema deserves a lot more credit than than what he's given, and I hope I hope whatever beef he has with Deschamps, I mean, because it was over, you know, a whole little. You know, uh, and maybe alleged, it's uh, alleged off the field issues involving uh, sexual uh, tapes or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. all the details, but I hope he makes his way back because it's unfair, bro. I mean, it's it's
0: I'm, I, he should be a world cup champ.
1: Ah, dude, that sucks, bro. That really truly hurts.
0: But I'm um, sure that hurts him.
1: Yeah, for sure, and it hurts. I think even as a fan of the game, like yeah. he he deserved to be there. Um, of course. Do you think the fact that he's uh, half Algerian, or I don't know if he's half, but out of Algerian descent, do you think that has anything to play with it? I mean, they have all players w- with Algerian descent, but already well, Zidane, playing for friends. I mean, sheesh. Yeah. That's a good, I mean, Zidane, I, I think I mean, about that speaking often. Speaking
0: of like a shame of being a two-time, or a champion, uh, Zidane should be a two-time champ. Oh, yeah. Zidane was one heated a moment away from being a champ. That's two-time champ. Um, Dude, I remember watching that game, bro. I was
1: so young, but I was just like, yeah, I sheesh. I did remember. he just really do that?
0: Man. Man. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, It's Ben's Ben's definitely should be a champ. Benz needs to be back on the national team. If he'll have them, it, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's that's a whole other topic, but um what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Real Madrid is um I think one of the better teams. Of oh, Europe. for
1: sure. You said <clears throat> just to go back on your top 4, you mentioned Real Madrid.
0: Who else? I'm in love with uh, with uh, DeYoung's game. Oh, that that guy is class. Any bro. anywhere within <laughs> and 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 away of ten y- twenty yards of the circle of the center circle. Yeah, is is De territory. For sure, the man wants the ball at all times in that area. He's comfortable defending. He's comfortable attacking. Possessing he, the ball just possessing the ball. You know, what's crazy though. He, yeah, he he still can't take Busquets' spot Busquets' game is so ridiculous. He's but, a generational player. But, man. Yeah, of course. World Cup champ. And he's 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 I mean, speaking of another underrated player As much credit as Busquets gets. I don't I don't think he gets the credit that he actually deserves It's because he's so simple
1: to the eye, but people who
0: know the game know that
1: what he's doing is mm-hmm. is the literally the difference between getting the ball stolen and not getting it stolen. He has a big frame, one of the best protectors of the ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's underrated, I mean, bro. Straight decision up decision
0: making is oh his second to none. Yeah, but the yeah. De- young he's he's either fighting for the ball. I mean, he's winning the ball on the uh, attacking third. He's making the right pass. He's got a beautiful touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's. He's the difference. For
1: me, he's the third best player on the team. I mean, obviously, you can't overtake I mean, Messi and Messi. then Ter Stegen. And then for me, it's Frankie Dijon. <laughs> and then I'm. it sucks because I'm overriding Pique, who's a, a great player. Busquets, a great player. I'm saying currently right now, though, De Jong. yeah, I totally agree with you, man. He could He could literally walk into any team in the world right now. Probably.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he's... He's a uh, he, he's the future for that team. Right. If if they didn't get him, I would say they they're in a pretty bad way. Yeah. Any any other player, any other young player, they would they wouldn't be looking good post Messi. Right. Right. Um, but, have they should they gotta be glad they got him. And I I love that player. I love his game, his mm-hmm. touch, his uh, his reading over the game just he, he's got, he knows when to pick his spots um, oh yeah and and he's and he totally wants the ball he, he wants to be involved in every single play definitely and uh you know i i love that in a player i i man i wish i wish i had him on my team totally i, I was friends
1: with him uh sheesh yeah of course <laughs> uh, i know another player you'd love to have on your team and i want to mention him because he scored a worldy of a free kick today and you know where i'm going Oh, Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> hey man, for me, and I'm obviously there's gonna be a bias. I am a city fan, mentioned it earlier. Best attacking midfielder in the game right now. Yeah. Bar none. Yeah. Just the guy's class. He, I mean he's gonna break the assist record by the way. This year. You think so? Premier League. Yeah, has to. We we need
0: some Kevin De Bruyne in yeah. our lives.
1: Yeah, man. I mean the cat can do everything. He can uh pass the ball as as best as anybody he can shoot with his left, his right, free kick, crosses, set piece specialist. Big game player. Because all of our best games in the Champions League, when we beat Barcelona, when we exterminated PSG, when, <laughs> you know, yeah, because we, I mean, thanks to him, we just killed them off. Like, he's really our guy and so happy to have him. But there's this dark cloud hovering over City right now with UEFA and the speculations about I financial wish I fair more about play. That. Oh I know yeah it's very vague and and uh, you know understandably so because it's something that you can't really you know it's like a court case not all the details are going to be out like that but I I'm sure you'd love city to get that ban and maybe him <laughs>
0: just get that flight on over to Madrid levels, man. Yeah on different levels one the guys class man you know yeah uh you know city cooked the books <laughs> they uh, um, they pulled a Volkswagen, huh? Yeah, Jeez. yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want, uh, just want Kevin De Bruyne on my team, man. You know, either either one of him or De Jong, it'd be nice. You know, says the guy with Kroos and uh, Modric and Casemiro and and Asencio and and, and, Fede. and oh, you guys are gifted, man. Maybe ha- Havertz, but yeah, um, you know uh by barcelona's a good team man city the british hate when people say man city huh
1: honestly uh a little bit but i mean i think i'm american yeah but you know to be fair i think a lot of people are used to it now um but early on yeah people were like ah that's that's such in the kind of like an american way of saying it but it's it's a quick way of saying it you're like that's man city you could say manchester city but it's it just like longer. Like two years to say. It's like people say Man United. You know, you know. It's just like it's quicker. It sounds. It rolls off the tongue a yeah. bit better. But uh, I guess you know, since we're here and we're talking about it,
0: I mean, Manchester's blue for now. I mean,
1: well, for you now. Know,
0: going going back on the last season, yeah. Yeah. The, but the Premier League is right tonight.
1: Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Sheesh. That yeah, you're right about that. Right. But I think
0: we're both upset about that as from fan base wise. You know. No, yeah, nobody's nope, yeah, gonna I be mean, happy I to see them. Him, yeah. yeah. I would, you know, rather both those teams to get nuked or something. I (laughs) don't care. So before we end off, any games that we should be watching? Um, to you.
1: Okay, so this might not be a big game to the average. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a big game because it's Barca, but Barcelona plays Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo, a very good squad, by the way, a lot of good uh, young players and, and even seasoned veterans uh they they won their last game 5-0 i believe against celta vigo i mean uh, sorry against uh, Alaves mm-hmm. so i mean celta vigo against barca coming up, i think it's tomorrow or the following day they play Saturday. that's a, yeah mm-hmm. that's a good game to follow up on um but i mean obviously just because of the title race it's so tight uh, Santa
0: is on is in 16th oh
1: yeah they're, they're not 16th. doing that hot right now but yeah. they're they've actually they're one of the few teams that have picked up form after covid um for okay. example, Real Sociedad is a team that was playing really good before COVID, and they've lost their last two or three matches, and they're on the downslope. So that's going to be a match to watch, especially because Barcelona is kind of shaky right now. I mean, they've been winning, but just barely. Yeah, they
0: haven't been very convincing. Yeah, aside um, from
1: the Mallorca game. But, I mean, like you said, that that, that game was neck and neck up, up until a certain point.
0: Yeah, and, and it sucks because Mallorca is actually in a relegation battle. They're, it doesn't look like they're going to make it out. What's, what's it looking like right now, the bottom three? bottom three 24 25 and 26 points mallorca with 26 and then the next team up is abar mm, wow. 32 yeah so I, I could definitely see Abar uh, unfortunately falling falling off but
1: we've so seen stranger things
0: so there's seven points clear but um you know madrid has a game against uh, espanol which isn't oh, dead last
1: that's... well so, and you know i and I, I have this theory that a lot of because that's uh, is a Catalonian team, and they don't take too kindly to, like, the really Spanish teams. You know, like Madrid is Castellano to the to the T, and, and Espanol is more, they speak, you know, Catalonian. Even though they hate Barca, I'm sure they'd love to give
0: Real Madrid a good run. That's going to be a great game as well. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah, yeah there, there's teams that, that no matter what, they're going to be a battle. Yeah. And uh, the team for, I think it's for Barcelona, Espanol, for whatever reason, just gives them a run. Yeah. I think it's them. I'm, I Don't quote me on that. Um, that's, that, you know, that, uh, that's not bad. Yeah. Playing against teams that are kind of in last, that's not, you know, going to get anybody out of their seats. But maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's those, that, uh, you know, you're in the corner. Right. On Thursday, a week from today. You mm-hmm. have the current champions versus the ex champions. Oh really? Sheesh. City, City versus Liverpool. Probably
1: the most meaning meaningless match of the of the season, but there's gonna be the, some pride. The biggest meaningless match. Yeah, I mean, dude, <laughs> yeah. every game that that has transpired between the two teams has been a cracker for better or for worse uh-huh. in my case. But I hope. I mean, I don't. I don't know. City is gonna be really up for it because it's meaningless in terms of the table, but. And we're, we're more focused on Madrid now. I will say, like, in terms of, like... Champions maybe, League. Uh, oh, and by the way, Aguero, devastating injury. He, he might be out for well, the season. Yeah, he just got surgery, like, yesterday or the day before. Oh, no shit. Came on against Burnley. Oh, no. And Burnley is a very rugged team. You know, Tetiran, you know, they're trying to hit your legs. Oops. Trying to hit your legs and stuff like that. I think that's a team... That that's always played that way, and and unfortunately Sergio Aguero has you know suffered the consequences, and that's something to look at if they do play uh, Real Madrid. Although he didn't even feature against Real Madrid the first time around, make make of that a, you know what you will, because Gabriel Jesus is kind of like Vinicius, as you said, he presses the ball, runs all over the pitch. Of course. So I mean, I'm looking forward to that matchup, but that's quite a ways away. You know, that's August. August. 7th? Yeah, exactly. August seventh. So
0: we're yeah. I mean, we're getting close, but a month and a half away or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks away. Sheesh! Can't hopefully, wait. Man. Uh, you know. Hopefully, hopefully things are better, but better. recovers well. But yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a damn shame, and I say that with <laughs> all all of my heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, um, man. All right, man. I think I think we're good for today. We'll we'll see you uh, sometime next week, man. And uh, yeah, we'll have more news, more opinions, and you know. More shit going on. Definitely. We this hope we have, we'll have some it. more meat for you guys. Yeah, man. Alright. Well, this is Bottled and I'm Nestor and that's Henry. Alright, man. We'll talk to you guys later. Cheers guys. Now for the tunes of De La Costa.